Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Does he love me? I don't know. How can I tell if he loves me so? I know you be deceived. I know you make believe. If you want to know. If he loves you so. Everybody, you are listening to Spirit Chat Radio with Laura Dupreet and Donna DiPietro. Today is Monday, May 23rd already. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I got a little carried away with uh, the intro song, was doing a little dance in my chair. Sorry, just kind of come right out with it, having a little too much fun. I am going to go grab my co-host, Ms. Donna. Hello, Donna. Are you there? Oh. Yes, Laura. And how are you today? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. Can you believe we're already towards the end of May? I, I mean, no. seriously, no, I can't we just believe take it. a moment? <laughs> it's crazy. I know. It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. So we have um, just a quick announcement. Memorial Day is fast approaching next Monday, so we will not be having a show next Monday, just FYI. And by the way, um, due to the holiday, I don't always not have a show on a holiday, but this particular one going to be tied up with uh, uh, lots of interesting and exciting things. So um, we will go on a, a week hiatus. So um, Donna, tell me what's been going on this week. Have you had a great week? What's, what's been going oh, yeah. on since we talked oh, yeah. last? I've been very busy. Very, yeah. very busy, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You know, at, at work and different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear you're keeping busy. That's always a good thing. Yeah. I, I yeah. always feel that way anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have Keeps to tell you. out of mischief. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. Or even out of my own head. You know, sometimes, you know how sometimes right. it, it can be when oh. you spend too much time with yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do have something to tell you. I do have something strange to tell you that happened, okay? Okay. Um, okay. You know, you know the plane that went down, the Egyptian airliner. Yes. And it was flight eight hundred four. Well, uh, when it went down, you know, uh, it's really weird. But I happened to wake up like around that time, and I mean, for no reason, I just happened to wake up that evening, and um, I just knew I had to look at the news. So then. You know, I got my phone at the news, and it said this airliner had just gone down, you know, a short time ago. So I said, well, you know, it's probably just a coincidence. But then the next morning, my niece, who lives in Rochester, New York, she sent me a message on Facebook. And she said, Donna, she said, Aunt Donna, um, do you remember when you told me about an airliner uh, was going to go down? Um, and you said 804. So... I said, really, um, when, you know, I, I remember, but I didn't remember the number or anything. So she said, oh, yeah. And then, you know, in the Facebook message things, she said it's, it's under um, March um, 2015. So I happened to look, and sure enough, there it was. I was talk, we were talking oh. about airliners, and I said, yeah, I can see like an airliner. And I, say, I said 804, but I, I didn't, I mean, but I didn't know, you know, what, where or what or anything. I mean, but it's just sort of weird how that um, happened. So it's That's actually um, quite I, incredible. I mean, yeah. it's, it's strange stuff. You know, I, I mean, you wonder where these things come from. You, you see things that come to you and sometimes you know what it's about and other times you don't know what it's about. It's just like little pieces of data. It's like a computer or something, like little pieces. Right. And they might come to you and they're not in sequence. And then other times they are. It, it's, it's almost like... um like time, like different dimensions of time and like in the future, uh, you know, these little bits of information come in and they're not always, um, you know, all together. They're just little bits and pieces of things. But this was like an airliner 804. I could see it coming down. It's just really strange. I don't know. And, and I wouldn't have even remembered until... She said, oh, yeah, it's right there. So I looked, and sure enough, it's it's right there in what I sent her. You know? Right, right. So, well, you know, and it's anyway. that, that, 
you not remembering is not uncommon. It's like I I seldom remember an in-depth um, reading that I will give or information that I get from the other side. And it's intended for a specific moment in time, and we capture it or we don't capture it, whatever. But I feel like, um, you know, unless we have a conversation about it, that I'm not committing that information to my memory i you know unless we actually have to do something with it in order to commit it well that's true memory that's true yeah yeah like being a part of it like say if if someone asked you to go somewhere to do a investigation or something and and these things came up or different you know you'd remember that in detail right you'd probably you'd probably document it because i document these things but this was just like in conversation right you know so i didn't really you know so well, anyway. that's that's incredible and such a sad story. I mean, you know, that's any time we lose an airliner, it just always makes me just it's just so devastating oh. because the loss is usually so big and I know, I know, terrible. So many people at once, you know, but uh, you know, it is what it is. the The thing with me is that I always wonder. It's great that we get those messages but in my mind if you got this message a year ago what purpose did it serve so i know it was in march yeah it was like in the uh, march of last year and i was wondering when did you know i I remember you know sending her a message about that because the messages were to do with that but i didn't remember the the number or anything right Um, well, and you know so, me, Donna, I need to have kind of a, a reason, you know, I'm all about the what's the purpose, why, are, you know, why do we get the messages that we get and what, what is the purpose? So um, why would you get that information when you got well, that it's information? Just like, yeah, it's what, just like you know, when I was, yeah, it's just like years ago, you know, when I was at work and I, uh, you know, I could see the Pope getting shot within 24 mm-hmm. hours and I said, oh, this is crazy but then it, that kept coming to me. So I said, you know, I have to tell someone. So I, I went out into one of the other offices and I told coworkers about it. And I said, you know, I hope it doesn't happen. I said, I'm not 100% sure. But how do you know you're 100% sure, you know? So right. I told them, I said, you know, I can see the Pope getting shot within 24 hours. I said, it's, he's going to be seriously injured, but he's going to survive eventually he'll be okay. So I said, I have to tell someone because if I don't, no one's going to believe me, you know, and I like right. to document things. So, so then mm-hmm. the next morning, uh, I mean, the next day, like after 12 o'clock noon, another coworker who I didn't even know runs down from her office into the other office. And she says, I just heard on the news that the Pope was shot. And then they all said, Oh my God. And I said, what, what? And they're saying, that's what Donna said. So I came out but out of my office, but what can you do about it? You're not, you're not 100% sure. Who are you going to tell? They think you were absolutely insane, you know, or they think you were in on something, or, you know, how would you know? So it's like crazy. It's it's just, unless I could well, save his life somehow, but how can you do it? I mean, he was over wherever he got shot, and I'm here. Well, and, I think, you know. I, I, I do have a theory. I, I believe, uh, I believe that those specific messages do come through to help us with our validation because you, uh, you are, and I know that, uh, you know, I can be probably not as much as you um, and I need to work on that, but always kind of a skeptic 
when it comes to the information that you get. So, oh yeah, I'm um, very skeptical about. The, yeah, I'm, see, I'm very logical, so I need proof. Right. So when I get right. proof exactly. like this, you know, it's unbelievable because I'm trying to figure out. So, I, so then it, it proves that there is more out there than we understand, and the more we we understand, and the more we know, we realize the more we don't know. That's the thing. It's it's you know? so interesting. It's so interesting to me. And I, you know, again, I think maybe it's validation to help you see that there's, yeah. you know, there's a purpose and a point and a reason. Um, I I do believe that we need to we we need to be given that validation in order to propel us forward and to stand in, you know, and to help us learn and grow because. As you know, the information that comes in is not always clear. It's not specific. It's not like somebody is tapping you literally on the shoulder saying, hey, I got a message for you. I want you to talk to my <laughs> Uncle Bill. You know, oh, they yeah, don't do yeah. that, right. you know. And right. so it's it's decoding. It's about all of the, you know, the ability to decipher what it is that you're hearing. And, and so I think that it's all part of our learning to understand what did that message mean to me, how did it come through and what did the end result end up being so that we can start to understand the symbols and the signs and sometimes even the words that we get. So, um, you know, it's a process. It's a process like anything else is a process. But oh, yeah. uh, I I think that that's quite remarkable. And I know that, um, you know, that you, uh, your ability to see things happen before they do um the only other person that i know that has seen significant world events ahead of time uh would be angie um and uh that she saw the plane crash oh which one was it That was I about cannot. a year ago or so yeah well yeah yeah and and she had had dreams you know, she had the dream about the um, being in the airport with the ticket agent who told her, you know, um, oh, you don't have a passport. No big deal. Here, we'll give oh, you right, this. Right. Just stand over here yeah. and take a picture. And it was like that whole exchange in the airport and all of that. So oh, it's yeah. Just, oh, oh, that was mm-hmm. the one. That was the one where the plane went down and they thought, didn't they think maybe a woman like um you know, a terrorist woman was involved or something or, or whatever. Yeah. I, I, gosh, I'd have yeah. to go back again to Facebook because that's where we capture everything nowadays. Yeah. We we were kind of thinking that, um, yeah, Angie, uh, what, like she, she dreamt about being at the airport and someone told her what, what, it, what did they say? It had to do with that though. Yeah. It was it like, it was with, no um, big deal. Her, it was no big deal. She didn't have the proper papers, and it was no big deal to them. They told right, her, "Oh, you can right. get by with this or whatever." And they told oh, her she, to put yeah, her stuff. Yeah. They told her to put her stuff in a Ziploc bag, so because she was flying over water. Oh yeah, that well, was well, the other know, thing. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, and another thing with this with my niece, my niece artist in Rochester, um, when she was in college, she went to Syracuse, and she was. Um, spending a year in, I mean, I didn't know about, you know, she was going to spend a semester in England. So she asked me, like she, she and her brother would call me up every, every so often and ask me, um, you know, what did I see about them? So um, I told her 
that when she uh, she was going to meet this woman, you know, to, it had to do with the plane that she was going to England. You know, I said I see um, this woman, and her name is Maroon is M- M- oh Malone. Her name is Malone, and she wears a maroon. She has on a maroon outfit. Okay, so anyway, my niece, you know, she went on the plane trip to go there or come back or whatever it was. And, and, but this person on the plane, she was one of the stewardesses, and she, her, name, her last name was Malone, okay, like I said, and she wore a maroon suit. So, um, and then I remember one time her brother called me up, my nephew, and he asked me who, who he was going to go to the prom with, right? <laughs> I know, isn't that cute? When he was in high school, so I and I didn't know anything about you know his friends or anything. So I I said, oh, there's this girl, and um, she she's going to ask you if um, she should wear the black dress or the pink dress. And he said, oh, which one should I tell her? And I said, say the pink dress. And I said, she has a name like um, it sounds like Frankenstein. Her last name, right? So then. So then he, so it was really crazy. It turns out that the girl he brought to the prom, she did ask him which dress to wear, and he said the pink one, and that's what she wore. But guess what her last name was? It was Finkelstein. Have, are you kidding that me? Freaky? That's hysterical. No, it's, I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> but the thing is, when my niece went um, on the plane and all of that, she was there for a semester, and she came back. Well, the next, um, you know, short time later is when they had that plane crash um, and was it in Scotland where, uh, you know, everyone got killed and some of the, some of the students from Syracuse did die, you know? So it's sort of a mm-hmm. weird thing how all of that happened. So and, strange. Um, I was actually working with a, a real estate um, appraiser for many years, 13 years, and we were in this office building and uh, believe it or not, one of the offices there was this woman who worked there and she was a funeral director, right? And so she told me, she said, when this plane went down, she said, I happened to see her. And she said, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I said, what? She said, early this morning, about 4.30 in the morning, that she was supposed to be having a funeral for one of the young ladies who died on the plane. And she found out that it was the wrong body they sent her, okay? Because there were two girls on the plane. Yeah, there were two girls that looked similar, and they had on similar jewelry. And when they when this girl was identified, it was the wrong girl. But they didn't know what to tell. I guess they did tests. I know, isn't that what an awful thing? But it's funny how it's not funny. It's weird how uh, I was in contact with her, you know, because she worked across the hall from me in a medical office. But she her family just happened to own a funeral parlor, and she still you know whatever Mm -hmm. works there. And then, and then I had contact again with my niece, um, who had, you know, was had something to do with Syracuse University because she went there. And then, you know, the, some of the people she knew got killed on that plane crash a little while later. So it's just crazy stuff. It's hard to wow. figure. Yeah. Well, I, I, so, I, I don't know, Donna. I think it's just amazing to me. Uh, the clarity that you get and the circumstances that it just seems like everything just always lines up for you these days, which is good. I mean, it's a wonderful thing. I wish that I would be able to calm my spirit a little bit so that I could um, 
you know, soak in some of the messages that the universe is trying to send me as well. Some of the um, unique circumstances that I think, frankly, they get ignored by me at times because, you know, we get so busy living life that it's really all consuming. Um, People buzzing around, things happening to us in our life and um, things that we're doing, uh, we aren't necessarily open and it's, it's not an intentional thing that, you know, you, you tell yourself, well, I want to shut down. I don't want to receive any of this. It's just that we don't make time for it all. But if you're me, you don't make time for it. Like, you know, to allow yeah. your spirit to really, uh, bring some messages forward, but I do have to say, and then, uh, then we're going to go to calls because we've got them lined up today, but I do have okay, to say good. this. I, I want to throw out a challenge to you because I was listening to the channeling Eric. Um, I've, I've listened to many, many uh, different shows from channeling Eric. And um, we talked about this before this young man um, took his own life and his mother, he started to come through to his family and his mother decided to make uh, contact with a medium and she was able to pick up the messages that he was bringing forward. And they're, it's really amazing. They've been working together, the mother and the medium. Well, actually, there's a different medium now. But the, the one that started with her was with her for a few years, I believe. Um, and they, Eric would bring through different insights from the other side. And he was, you know, he, he always speaks about, provides insights. What does this mean? What does that mean? What is this, you know, what are we supposed to do with this emotion or that emotion? And it's really, really very interesting. They have done some uh, channeling sessions where he's brought through different people from the other side. Um, They did one uh, where he brought through JFK, which was very interesting. Um, Brought through, um, Robin Williams. Um, just some of the some of the shows have been very interesting. Anyways, bottom line is, uh, one of the shows was about laughter, and it made me think because he said one of the things that he said was that we need to laugh more as a society. We need to laugh, and it got me to thinking about laughter and what laughter does. So when you think about the times in your life where like you're belly laughing because something is just so hilarious, it clears your mind in a way, in a way that all the other stuff can't get in. The laughter that's coming out of you is healing. It's, it's healing. And so I decided to challenge myself. Because I thought, how can I shut this brain down in the evening and, you know, having a problem with sleep? How can I shut it down so that I can get well rested and, you know, not do the struggle for an hour before I'm able to drift off to sleep? And it came back to me, the laughter. So I started to put comedy on. And, you know, if you don't watch TV, go to YouTube, wherever you get your comedy – Go get some just pure comedy. And, I mean, I'm talking nothing but 
comedy. And I found this show. It's really great. It's called Impractical Jokers. They're on True TV, but you can find their videos out on YouTube. And for me, that's my personal kind of funny. My husband doesn't necessarily always agree, but yeah. gives me just, I can sit here night after night and just watch a couple episodes. It's all it takes to kind of wind me down and I'm belly laughing in my chair. And then it, okay, as soon as I finish the last show, then I'm ready to go off to bed and I'm sleeping like a baby, I'm telling you, because oh, my great. mind is clearing out. Yeah, the laughter right. helps to clear all the garbage out. You know, crying is good for that, but then, you know, sometimes you can follow that within your your brain thinking about the things that you thought of when you were crying and it's the whole thing, you know, but laughter is the only pure thing for me at least that completely empties. I mean, you're just thinking about what it is that person just said and and laughing and this this show is hysterical because it's four grown men who try to dare each other to do really strange and bizarre things. They're actually uh, from New York, I think, all of them, and friends from high school. And uh, they put themselves in really hysterical situations, um, you know, trying to talk to strangers in Central Park and, you know, making them dance with one another, you know, walking into a buffet and daring each other to eat something off of a stranger's plate or so. I mean, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it really is it really, to me, it's hysterical watching these guys kind of make fun of one another. But the bottom line with all of it is it doesn't matter who your funny is. It could be, could be somebody like Robin Williams, turn on, you know, something with Robin Williams or put some headsets in and listen to a recording of something, whatever makes you laugh, give it a shot. I, I just would love to hear if anybody else has that type of response to laughter. And if you can find, if you do find that it like changes things in some unique way, I know for me, it it totally has. And I've been doing it for a week now and I can tell you, I am sleeping so much better because I turn the comedy on right before it's like the last thing that I see before I go to sleep. So however long it takes for me to wind down is however long I'm going to, you know, watch it or whatever. But um, anyways, I, I think the bigger message here is that we have every ability within ourselves to control what it is that influences us. And so if you're a person who, you know, likes to, you know, listen to certain types of music or things like that, that um, make you uh, respond emotionally a certain way, you know, you can always adjust. So we always have a choice, I guess, is my point. I would not personally watch a scary movie before I go to bed or an emotional drama right before I go to bed because I'm going to dream about that stuff all night long. Or if you have a conversation with somebody right before you go to bed and you're all wound up and it's, you know, it's it's something negative or if it's something positive, even a positive conversation can get you riled up and excited. So um it's just to me amazing how what it is that we allow into our personal space is kind of how it's like a ripple, right? We talk about the ripple effect. It's kind of what we put out. It's going to come back to us. So um, that the same is true for, you know, what we allow to come in. And so anyways, just a, just a nonsensical message from Laura today. (laughs) No, Laura, that's true. That's very true. I just wanted to say just for a a 
few seconds. I saw the funniest video on the news, and I posted it on my Facebook the other day. And everyone who has watched it, they couldn't stop laughing. I mean, I happen to see it like around, you know, 11 o'clock at night, and I was laughing so hard. What is it? Is this woman went to the store, and she happened to see this Chewbacca mask. The Chewbacca you know? mask. So, yes. Did you see it? Is that? Yes. The, did you it, see it? Is that yes, the funniest it, thing? It and is it makes the funniest a noise thing. Like like Chewbacca, and she she uh-huh. couldn't stop laughing. And everyone that's seen it that I know, they said it's it's just a riot. And and that illustrates my point. That illustrates my point perfectly, Donna, because it is she is a riot and she's laughing at herself. She can't you and know, she can't Yeah, and she's it. such a nice and she and she's such a yeah. nice down to earth person. You could tell she's a type of person that you'd like, you know, like really like. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it was just too funny. It it was hysterical. I and that thing has gone viral like crazy. Oh yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, my daughter showed it to my husband the other night. So it's like, it's, she couldn't stop laughing. I mean, no, it is, no. it's, it's hysterical, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't it, wouldn't the world be a better place if we could just be in that headspace for a few minutes every day? I mean, if you think about it, how wonderful would it be to be that happy where you just can't stop laughing? I mean, what a terrible what a, what a terrible, what a wonderful <laughs> problem to have, you know? Well, I would love to have that problem. Well, the guys in the white coats might come by. <laughs> well, and then there's that. I said yeah, a few minutes. Yeah. I didn't say all the time. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so feed your spirit is my bottom line, Donna. And, it, you know, you, you right. got it. You hit the nail on the head there. Absolutely. Yeah. Feed your spirit with some laughter, Let you know, and, and take notes. See if you can figure out, does it make a difference? Do you feel any different, you know? Oh, okay. Well, we are going to move on. We have, and I'm going to, we're going to take our first call. Her name is Laura, and she's calling from Ohio. So let me grab Laura. Hello, Laura. How are you? Hello. How are you? So, Laura, what can we do for you tonight, my dear? Mm, yeah, thank you. I'd like to know if um, um, our finances are going to uh, get better um, in the near future. Okay, finances. Uh, <clears throat> Laura, why do I see plants around you? I see a lot of plants and flowers around you. Plants? I, 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 we have like mostly plants at home. <laughs> what do you have? You have plants. A lot of plants. You have a lot of plants at home. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. What about a garden or flowers? Are you thinking of having a garden or do you? No, not right now. We had one last year. Yes, we did. Okay. We had a garden. So you had it last year. So you might have one again this year. Oh, nice. 
That was fun. Who has a little boy? I see a little boy. Did someone have a baby boy? Are they going to have a baby? I see a boy. Um, not that I know in my family. Um, nobody's having babies right now that I know of. Okay. Because I see a, a little boy coming along. Someone you know. Hmm. So you're worried about your finances? Yes, a little bit. Is there a problem problem with a car? Is there a problem with a car yet? Um, No, no. (laughs) Not going to work. Okay. No. All right. Maybe not. We need another car. That's maybe. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Because it seems mm, like this yeah. car gets a, gets a lot of use. And I can see the tire, the left side. It seems the front left tire, um, something about it, like the rim there. Seems to, it's going to need mm. repair. Well, I'm going to look it up. <clears throat> I have a call right now. Bless your heart, sweetie. Um, Laura, I'm looking. I pulled some cards for you, and it looks like okay. So I'm just going to take you on a little journey here. So it looks like in uh. When you were young, the whole money situation, finances and things of that nature, you weren't, you were, I don't want to use the word confused, but I guess for lack of a better word, you were not, it didn't, you didn't pay it a lot of, um, you didn't know or, or you didn't, I'm trying to figure out how to say this without being just flat out rude. But uh, it just wasn't as important. It wasn't connecting to it and thinking long-term, things of that nature. When it came to finances, you weren't all that in the beginning, uh, when you were young. I see that there was just, it's like, it's not like you, it's not like you didn't care in the sense that you were being uh, irresponsible. It's just, you weren't that connected to it. You just didn't see that as like the big, a big deal. Um you kind of had the uh-huh. energy that you could, you know, it would take care of itself. You know, there were some fundamentals that you, you were marching towards and you believed as long as you stayed on that path, everything would kind of take care of itself. Um, now I, I feel like <laughs> you still want to have that faith that things are going to work out the way that they need to, but more of the realistic you know, 
I feel like you're kind of beating yourself up a little bit about, um, I want, I don't want to say lack of planning, but like, you feel like maybe you should have seen something coming. Um, you're beating yourself up a little bit, wishing you would have paid more attention. Um, almost feel like you feel like you could have done something about it, but now here you are. Um, yeah. So one of the things that, so one of the things that um, I'm seeing for uh, for you that will inhibit you from being able to move forward financially is um, it's just no fun. It's just this. Okay, I'm, again, I'm going to try really hard not to be rude because it's not. I mean, it's not trying to come from that place. Um, just frankly, it's not fun to have to learn and deal with these financial situations, but everything is saying you need to learn about it. You need to do your homework, but it's not, you don't, you still have a hard time connecting to that side of it because it just, it just doesn't, doesn't make your socks roll up and down and who, who wants to deal with it. And it's not a bad thing. It's just some people are more inclined in that direction than, you know, and, so for you, it's like you need to learn, you need to do the research, you need to, you know, you need to, you're a big picture girl. You don't like the details of this stuff. You don't like it at all. Uh, did I hit the nail on the head or am I way off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So sadly, hon, you're going to have to, this is a challenge for you. The universe is putting it out there. It's saying you're going to need to buckle down. No, it's tough, but you're going to need to buckle down and do your research because you can overcome this, but it's a block for you right now. And again, it's not about being irresponsible or anything. Your spirit just is not naturally driven to want to do this stuff. And I don't blame you. I don't like it either. If I'm being honest, um, So what the divine wants to let you know is that one thing that you also need to keep in mind as you move forward through this financial uh, challenge um, is that you need to trust your intuition. You need to lean on it. Um, Okay, thank you. They're telling me that you don't want to, like, don't believe everything you see. And this is also a challenge for people who are trying to learn about stuff when learning about that particular subject is not what makes our socks roll up and down. Because we we tend to, you know, hold on to the facts. And the divine is saying you can't always do that. You've got to mix it with your intuition. You've got to lean on You've got to connect with this on a spiritual level as well. So – as you're trying to go through the learning process, I know, I know, as you're trying to go through the learning process, you've got mm-hmm. to connect with this on a spiritual level. Ask yourself, how do I feel about that information? Please know and understand you have an opinion and it matters. Um, ask yourself, mm-hmm. how does that feel natural or not? Um, you know, we're never too old to learn. If we, the day we stop learning, the day I stop learning, just go ahead and, you know, put me out to pasture. I don't, you know, I, we, we always need to keep mm-hmm. keep learning. This is an area I think you're going to thrive in once you get in and connect with it. But the divine is saying you got to let your spirit connect to it. You've got to tap into your intuition and have a conversation of, with yourself about how you feel about certain things. 
Um, so as decisions come up, financial decisions that you are not comfortable making one way or another, should I take this path? Should I take the other? Lean on yourself. Lean on that intuition. Ask your gut. How does it feel? Does it feel right? If it doesn't feel right, move on. Don't be afraid to stand by your intuition. If something does not feel right, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Trust yourself. Um, I do see that there are some decisions that are coming up for you. Um, and I, I'm feeling like there's there's like a caution, a word of caution. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it, it, it feels very much like you just need to tread very lightly and carefully. I feel like if you follow these steps, that when this comes, you're going to know it. When you get to a point where you need to be careful, you will be. You already be tied into it instinctually. You'll know, like, this doesn't feel right. This feels, this does not feel right. Um, so pay attention to that. Don't let yourself put a, try to put a square peg in a round hole. Um, don't make, try to make something fit just because, you know, the timing is right and it seems like it would be the right thing to do. If it does not feel good at your core, don't do it. Keep moving. Um, right. All right. So the after you've kind of navigated your way through this learning and, and really starting to absorb and, and retain what it is that you need to learn about this situation, um, you need to then let it go. Ask the universe for help, divine, your God, whatever. Put the energy out there that you, um, and believe it. So, <clears throat> excuse me, what I'm saying is when we ask for, for help, the most important thing that we can do is to acknowledge it. it acknowledge that we've asked help and, and lean on the faith that there will be an answer. Now, it may not be the perfect answer the way that we think that it should t- turn out, but it will be an answer. It will be an answer. So um, no one understand. You can ask for help from the other side. They are there to help you. They are there to help you. Uh, you've got a crowd on the other side, actually. Do you have a grandmother named Sarah? Anybody, Sarah, on the other side? No. Sonia? No, no. Not that I know. No. <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd ask because I had a Sonia. Yeah. It was Sonia. I wrote Sonia. I don't know why I said Sarah. I had a Sonia come through while I was meditating before the show. Then I picked your call, and I wasn't going to pick your, you know, with the whole thing when I when I grabbed you earlier. I thought that's weird. So um, do you have anybody that sends you feathers? Like, do you see random feathers, like Ooh. bird feathers or feathers anywhere? I do, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Those are coming to you from yeah. the other side. I feel like this person, I don't know, this S, it's an S. It's a Sonia. I think maybe a grandmother, great. If she felt very maternal very much above you could could be grand grandmother great grandmother i i'm not sure but she made me feel like it was grandmother type energy um and she said sonia but you know i'm horrible with names the other side knows that so <laughs> sonia may not be connected at all or sonia could be for somebody else but the feathers was was a really big point like this person wanted you to know 
that they send you feathers. They're, they're showing you, they're sending you feathers. That's them. They're thinking about you. So it's all confirmation about um, the other side is always there. They're, they are looking, and you do have a, you've got a gallery of people right now. Like, I feel like, um, the only way that I can explain it in the visual that I'm getting in my head is that, have you seen, okay, do you, have you ever seen a football game or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you can, yeah. if you could picture for me, you've got the tunnel where the football players come out of the tunnel, right? At the beginning mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. And you've got a crowd on the mm-hmm. left and a crowd on the right. And they're all standing and they're applauding <laughs> and whatever. This is what they're showing me. You're in the tunnel. And they're like on the sidelines just going bananas. They're like on either side of you to your left and your right. And you're kind of standing right in the middle at the doorway of the tunnel just coming out onto the field. That's what they're showing me for how much support you've got on the other side. Just P.S. And by the way, um, you, wow. they're, they're lifting you up. It's so cool. They tell me go, they go back and turn it. You know, it's and and we all have these people, but we don't necessarily always feel it. You know, I mean, we don't because it's hard to tap into. It's that clear the energy. You might feel some of that every, and I have to remind myself of that all of the time. Is that sometimes you know we can people are really fortunate and they can feel the presence of people looking over them. They can go through a situation and realize that, wow, if somebody wasn't looking over me, I would have been gone. Like, you know, sometimes it takes, you know, a near tragedy for us to make that realization. But believe me, they're there. And they tell me that they've been with you for eternity. So, and that's plural, eternities. So that's more than one. Um, (laughs) More than one forever. Um, Which is great. No, they. I'm telling you, nothing but lots of love coming to you from the other side. So having said all of this about that, um, the last thing that I want to leave you with is in order to keep things moving in the proper direction, you're going to pick up a lot of things financially along the way. You're going to pick up a lot of knowledge and all of the things that you need in order to move through this crisis or this situation that you have. Um, you need to stand in that knowledge moving forward. So you need to hang on to it. Now, you don't have to continue to be a subject matter expert when it comes to certain things. But you need to retain and always be thinking about, take it with you is is what I'm being shown. Take it with you. Let it live within you, that knowledge. So soak it in, take it with you, move on. Um, But stand in your truth about certain things because people – People like you and like myself that are big picture people, there is a very specific reason that we think and process information the way that we do. Um, Details are, you know, there is a reason that people that are detail-oriented are detail. I mean, everybody has a a part to play, and it is, you know – it is a situation where we're all moving parts and bits and pieces and you need one to feed the other. And so we do have a critical role to play. So put this knowledge in its appropriate place, but go do you and know that that information, once you soak it in at the level where you are able to connect with it 
it will stay with you. You don't, it's not like you have to take a refresher course in, I mean, you might have to go read up on something every couple of years if you, if the situation develops again, but once you connect to it, you're going to, you're going to, I can't explain it other than to say it's going to resonate with you and it will stay with you and you will have instant recall to the feeling that you felt when you went through the whole learning process and what you learned. So just allow yourself to retain it, move forward and stand in your truth and do you the way that you need to do you. You just, it's a learning opportunity for you right now is what it is. Yeah, I can feel that it is so very. <laughs> yeah. It's what you yeah. learn, really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we got to talk to you today, Laura. We sure wish you nothing yeah, but wonderful too, things. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome, you darling. Much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks for taking Take, my call. Thank you for talking with you. Take care of yourself. <laughs> Blessing. All right. All right. both of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, she was so sweet. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Miss Donna, I am going to take us on a little bit of a breaky break because, yes, I spoke too much, and now my voice is cracking, and I need to get some coffee. So, excuse me. Um, I'm going to take us on a little break. When we come back, we are going to take uh, Kathleen and then Sarah. So, you guys uh, stay on the line. We will... um, We will grab you when we come back from break, and... um, We'll be back in a few minutes. I think. Oh, let me see. I'm going to put some good positive vibes out. All right. So we're going to listen to a little Michael Jackson, Heal the World. Okay, great. We will be back. All right. Okay, great. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love brighter than tomorrow and if you really try you'll find there's no need to cry and play feel there's no hurt or sorrow there are ways to get there if you care enough for the living make a little space 
PurplePlates.com today. For over 40 years, the Purple Energy Plates have been delivering amazing results for their many customers. Inspired by the great genius Nikola Tesla, the harmony, healing, and energetic effects of the plates have proven over and over to be beneficial and often miraculous to thousands of customers. With their money-back guarantee and the many benefits, how can you afford not to get one? Check their site for daily specials and choose from their many energy products. You won't be sorry. Visit them today at purpleplates.com for mind, body, and spirit. And expect a miracle. Expect a miracle. And we are back. Ms. Donna, do I still have you, my dear? Yes, I'm here. How would you like to do a shout-out and chat? Would you love to do that? Oh, sure, sure. Let me see. Shout-out. Well, I see the lovely Laura DePreet right there. I can see you. <laughs> and then we have six cast and the lovely Alicia and Amy Cavanaugh, who is the very famous mermaid. And then there's me. And then there's a guest, 1840. I wonder if 1840 was the year that the person was born. And if so, they must be in spirit form. And Mary Lou who knew? Isn't that adorable? What a nice name. And then there's Shanimal, who happens to be over in Germany at this time. And then we know this very famous supernatural radio, Corrine de Winter. And she has something to do with purple plates, which are yeah. unbelievable. Yes. Yes. 
the wonderful, wonderful purple plates. I know. If you haven't gotten a purple plate, again, I I highly recommend purple plates. If you have not got one, www.purpleplates.com. You will not be disappointed. And, in fact, I was cleaning out my um, jewelry wardrobe the other day, and I found my necklace. And... I it little angel that yeah so they've got so many different variations it's just amazing and but plus uh, oh my gosh the plethora of merchandise is is unbelievable it's all very cool so please check them out you do yourself a favor it's really really cool um okay so I promised we were going to get right back into calls and we've got them lined up tonight so Miss Donna are you ready Yes I sure am. Okay, I'm going to grab Ms. Kathleen. Hello, Kathleen. Hi, ladies. How you doing? Hi, Kathleen. Oh, good, thank Hi. you. How are you doing? It, okay. Um, yeah. Listen, um, I heard your ad about the purple plates, and it was yeah. last week I went on the website, and then I saw things on YouTube. Um I really don't understand the whole concept. They put like a glass of water on the plate on YouTube and it was supposed to be like drinking more purified water or what have you. I I don't know. I mean, what does it really do? That's one question I have. (laughs) <laughs> so, Corrine, will you put a little – I don't want to misquote anything. Uh, so will you put a little description of, of how the purple plates work in, in chat so I can read it to Miss Kathleen, please? Oh, I'm on chat, so I could read it too. Yeah. But – Yeah. Um, they, I know they're good. They're good for so many different things. I personally keep mine under my pillow. Um, yeah, I read that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, and absolutely. I have insomnia, so it said if you have insomnia, it could still be wired. Um, or else some people can help them sleep. Mm-hmm. You know? it's, about the, it's about the energy. Oh, now I'm hearing an echo. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Do you still hear it? Because I got beeped twice by my no. son. No. No, I don't. Uh, I don't hear a, an echo now. Okay. No, I got beeped twice by my son, North Carolina. But I can call him later. But anyway, my question is, um, I'm kind of concerned. I had blood work done, and I've put on tons of weight. Now, I know my cholesterol is sky high. My blood pressure is over the top. And I'm on medication for that. Can't take statin drugs. But there's a question about my blood work, which is not, which doesn't have to do with the cholesterol or blood pressure. And it's way out of whack. And I was wondering if you could tell me what might be going on. It's my blood. 
Well, so we're not doctors. I'm just gonna. I I know you know that, but I am gonna say that out loud. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But but Donna, do you are you picking up any energy from Kathleen? Well, that, well Kathleen, when I talked to you before, did I mention something about a medical thing coming up? No. Okay. Okay. The last time I spoke to the two of you is probably last week and whatever question I had there was not much you could really tune into but it wasn't this yeah I just got Um, these results today on the computer on my patient portal from my doctor's office yeah yeah and I see him Thursday I put a call into him today and I didn't hear anything, and I'm thinking, I wonder if he wants to just wait till Thursday and talk to me in person. Yeah, he does. So he can explain things. I can yeah, hear and, um, yeah, and, an echo, too, now. Yeah. Do you hear so, an echo? I do. I do hear an echo. You're I, I just want to... talking right now. It's... I'm not sure. I'm not sure where it's coming from, but but Kathleen, I just want to say I do feel like he does want to wait and say it in person. But I also feel like if it was I something like earth shattering, you'd already be in his office. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I feel like you're probably going to have to take care of whatever is going on. But I don't feel like it's. Uh, like a an emergency right this second that needs to be dealt with, which is why that he's having you come in for a follow-up on Thursday. Yeah, my son is a pharmacy student, and um, he, he is bright, even though he has autism. He's always on the dean's list. And I did look up on the Internet, and he kind of confirmed it, that one of the things, and I've had my kidneys checked and my liver. I have an enlarged liver, and they don't know if it's because I'm obese, which I was always a skinny kid. But um, also one of them is a platelet volume. And it can mean cancer or anemia. But I don't feel faint or anything like that. And cancer runs in my family big time. My mother and brother died of brain cancer. And I know you're not going to throw this out to me, but I'd like to know what you're picking up because right now I could take anything. (laughs) What I would tell you is that I feel like too much information is available to you right now. I'm just going to speak to you frankly and personally that um, there's so much information. I feel like regardless of what we tell you, um, you know, we can't tell give you a diagnosis. We can't do any of that. We can't even speculate, wouldn't want to speculate 
on what the actual news is. But what I am feeling around the news is that you're making things, and and I'm not. Believe me, Kathleen, I understand. I get it because when I have been in a similar situation, the first thing I do is go to the web. Right? It's the first thing. Yeah. And but but try try to resist. Try because you cannot try to let. What? Resist the temptation of going online oh. and looking oh. to see, because only the doctor is going to tell you. And 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 listen, when you get into his office, if he gives you good news, you've spun yourself up for no reason, or even news that isn't. I mean, you have to do something, but it's not all that traumatic. You've spun yourself up, and you've put a bunch of energy into thoughts of what could happen. I feel like in this case, you really need to try to go with it. And I know Thursday feels like a long way off for you, but please try to allow yourself just to relax and know that if it was something really, really serious, I, I feel like you would have already been there. Like he probably would have already, and you would have gotten a different tone. It I would just say yeah, it's it was prob- just on the patient portal where you can read your yeah. labs that were done yeah. on the internet. Yeah. But also, I have a question too. My cholesterol is off the charts, three forty nine. Oh, oh, I know, wow. and my blood pressure. He asked me, I've been on every blood pressure medicine. They can't get it down. And that scares me, too. And heart disease runs in my family, congestive heart. I was told I had a silent heart attack years ago, and I I don't know when it happened, but every EKG shows it. I uh, was told about this about an injectable cholesterol drug um, given once or twice a month to lower your cholesterol. Do you think this is something he would consider? And I was also thinking of gastro bypass. I think the only thing that you can do at this point, and, and frankly, Kathleen, the only thing I would be comfortable recommending to you at this point is that you just ask the doctor. I mean, make a list of all those things. See, I can't you know take I mean? statin drugs. Can't take them. My legs are in such pain. Oh, so I can't. You can't take, you, you can't take uh, cholesterol pills, you know, to help bring your cholesterol down? Nope. And my boyfriend, even when I was on – I. They had me on every statin drug. It affects the muscles in my legs. If we'd go out to dinner and we're in a booth, he'd have to help pull me by the arms to get me up. It affects all the muscles in my legs. I cannot take them. So the only thing I'm on for cholesterol is niacin, which is doing absolutely nothing. You know, I I would just write down all of these concerns, Kathleen, and just have your list ready for the doctor so that you don't forget anything. If if you need to 
gain some control over this situation, the best thing you can do for yourself is take control by writing down all these questions you have for the doctor, pointing out all the things, making sure you write them down, you know, so that you can give him all the information. You can walk out of that appointment knowing that he knows everything that you're concerned about. Yeah. And yeah. he can analyze no, the big I'm picture. No, I'm like that. I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we wish you nothing but the best, Kathleen. I know that. Thank you both, ladies. All and right, if darling. If you could keep me okay. on, I'd appreciate it, and I love okay. your show. Oh, thank, thank you. You're both so informative. I love it. Oh, thank you, so darling. Sweet. Thank you. Take okay. care of yourself, sweetie. We'll, we'll, right. we'll put you back on hold. Okay, honey. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Next person we have is Miss Sarah. Let me grab Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Sarah, are you there? Hello? Hi. Hello. Are you there? Hi. Hello. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Oh, I'm doing good. Lovely talking with you. Hey, Laura, what can we do? You, you, you saw the name Sarah, so Sarah appeared. Maybe this is the Sarah you were thinking about. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah. How are you guys doing? Oh, awesome. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Actually, I was uh, kind of listening in. I didn't uh, listen to everything initially, but uh, it has been a while. I was kind of calling in for an affirmation um, uh, slash question, actually. Um, and it's funny okay. because I've spoken to you guys about maybe eight, eight and a half months ago. So yeah. I'm sure it flies. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We're and, having um, fun, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't even know what happened between now and then. All I know is 2016 and... <laughs> Where the yeah. time went, God knows. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I um, spoke to you guys a while back, and uh, you did tell me I was going to, you know, meet someone um, in a very um, unusual way. And when I met this person in the first, I wasn't going to be thinking anything about her at the moment. And... When I think back, that's exactly, you know, what happened. But, you know, I had a question, but before asking a question, I just wanted to mention that. And all you guys did, did you know, make your point and did tell me that I was going to meet this person. Um, and I wouldn't think anything of it at first, but that things would eventually evolve and it was going to be something very meaningful. And I'm with this person now about six months. And, yes, I, I didn't meet her initially, didn't think anything of it, and I think you once said that I was going to get a ride. And yes, oh, I did yeah, get a ride. I remember actually, back to my car. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and there was nothing there, you know, initially, and I never seen anything of it. But we started talking and chatting much later, and we've been dating now for about what six months. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I know. that's great. Yeah. And I didn't remember you guys telling me that. And I'm like, wait a minute, who did I talk to? And I started thinking, thinking, I'm like, and I knew, I, knew I could listen, I could, I could know your voice. And I was trying to remember the names. And I'm like, oh, Donna and company. So that, that's what it was. 
yeah, it was something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. but um, yeah, that was that, that was something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So things are are going fabulous, and I I, I can't complain. You know, it's totally different from the last relationship I had. I would say so. Oh, that's yeah. great. But but it took a while. Yeah. Like you got to know her and everything. Yes, yes, got to yeah. know her, and she's a great great person. And um, I think I surprised her. She surprised me as well. And um, yeah, we've done so much. Um, it's amazing, you know. But it, well, it's someone like you said, totally, yeah, totally different. So um, I just wanted to put it out there, you know, at first. Oh, that's so nice of you to to call and tell us. Yeah, and um, you know, but um, the question I you know I want to ask is that um, I I have a rental property that that's up for sale. And I did switch to a new realtor towards the beginning of the year. And I've had a, a few showings, more than the last realtor, quite a lot of showings. No offer yet, but I've had um, some interest. People express interest in the property, but no offer yet. I'm optimistic, and I wanted to see what you're picking up as far as an offer and the sale of the property. So has this been going on for quite some time? With the new real no, well the new realtor was no, like around no, February. No, with the, with the know, old realtor. Did you have the old realtor for quite some time? No, and the nothing old much was gone. Old, I I I had an old realtor for about nine months. Nothing happened. So as soon as I switched okay. to the new realtor, there was a lot more activity. There was a lot more going on. You know, things are yeah. at least I'm getting more showings, and there has been no. some interest, but no offer yet. Yes. Now, Sarah, um, I just wanted to mention, the the lady that you met, is she the one, because I kind of remember, I, I don't know if it's the same person or not, that had pain in her lower right side? No, no, not, not that. Okay, then that's, that's someone else, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you see anything, Laura, for the rental? I feel I feel like there's a family coming. I I I do. I feel like there's a family. I'm seeing four or five people, like little ones, uh, maybe three little ones, maybe four. I I I see a family coming. Um, you, you mean a family making an offer on the property? Is that what it is? Yeah. All right, are you picking up any time frame? I'm trying to see if I can get more information. Um, I feel like it might be a little while yet. But but here's the thing with these guys. You will not have any uh, – they won't even give you time to – when they, when they see it, they're going to know, and they're, you're going to get an offer – like they're going to see it and you're going to get an offer right away. Like they're going to a hundred percent know that's the place for them. And they're going to be all in and committed. No question. No. So when they come, they're going to be a hundred percent emotionally connected to this property. Um, but it may take a while. It, 
I'm seeing people come and go. I'm, I'm, I'm still seeing people come and go, but when this family comes, it's like the parade stops. It's like they're in, they know it, they want to grab it before anybody else does. Like the urgent, the sense of urgency with them is going to be like, they're going to want it so bad that they don't want anybody else to take it. So they are going to jump on it quickly. Um, a bit. It's just about getting them through the door, you know, when they actually get through the door. And I'm not getting a timing. I just feel like it might still be a while. Um, when, but I, it's going to make you, you feel a while, good. I mean, like, like, like a, a couple, like, of, like couple of months. It could be a couple months. I, I, I'm sorry I can't narrow it down any further because, to me, the, the whole time thing is, is difficult. They just make me feel a while. They make me feel a gap. Um, but the thing is, you're going to be very happy that these people, okay. uh, well, you're going to be happy that, with the whole thing. When you say that they are going to want it, meaning like, they're probably going to give me a good offer or like offer me a bit more than what it is or, or something. I, 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 I'm not sure. I I don't feel like they're going to come in like over asking for sure. I, 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 but I think at least asking. Right. That's I, like, I feel like they would, they would come in with an offer that you, they don't want you to turn down. You know what I mean? I, I I don't, I feel like they wouldn't want to risk that. Okay, That's what I, I feel okay, about well, that I'm not going to tell you how much, but I'm going to say that I feel like they would not want to jeopardize their ability to get this house by coming in and giving you a, you know, a, a way low offer or anything like that. I just feel this sense of urgency around them when they connect with your property. And it's hard for me to describe what it is that I'm feeling. Um, but I've, I've been through it uh, myself in uh, you know we're in the process of buying a home ourselves um and the minute that i walked into the space i connected with it um i knew i was visualizing already before i walked through the front door i saw myself in the future sitting in the in the space um i saw my family i i you know i saw these things and so with that with that energy i knew Okay, we need to do something. We need to do it quickly, and because it is in a very popular area, so like there was a sense of urgency about nailing down, at least getting our offer bought off and nailing, you know, nailing that down so that nobody else could come in. You know, whatever happens happens, but I'm at least going to get them to accept our offer, and we we didn't want to. Uh, jeopardize losing it by giving them a low ball offer. We gave, you know. We gave them an offer we we hoped they would accept right away um, because we didn't want to insult them. And I feel that same type right. of energy with you, with, right. uh, well, not, well, the good, not with this family. Well, the good thing is that when you select a family, I think it would be the perfect home because it has two units, and they could uh, mm-hmm. live in one half, which is big enough, and they can rent the other half. So they're going to move in with the property being it's rented already in both units. They're going to move in and it's turnkey where they're going to start living and collecting rent at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. perfect. In fact, it feels to me like they're moving from a different state too. Like they're, it's going to be oh, just okay. the perfect fit at the perfect, like they're looking for the perfect scenario. Like they're, 
it, to me, the energy feels like this family is is literally picking up everything and they're moving from one life to another. You know, um, like oh, it's I a see. big it's a big change for them. And so, like, they need, and maybe that is what's leading to the sense of urgency also, is that by the time they do walk through it, that they need to settle. They need to, you know. Sure. But uh, I do feel they feel very connected to it. Um, and, and, again, it feels like they're coming from a different place altogether. And so I feel a lot of good energy coming with them. Um, they're going to be happy to have it, and they're going to definitely be right on top of getting getting an offer into you. Okay. But they have to come through the door, so please be put on your patient cap because they will come. Yes, I, I, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because but this I know new realtor has got property, it going on. Well, well no, real- that's what God was going to say. They're doing a lot of, like, advertising, and they're yes. advertising in a lot of different states as well, and that's one of the reasons why I went with them. Because of yep. their marketing plan, they're not sticking to just one method. They have they have a network of realtors they deal with from other realtor companies. They use Facebook. They use so many marketing strategies. So um, their idea is that someone from out of state can also see it. Right, right. And it is about the marketing. The marketing is what's going to bring these people in. And before you said the word, that was the word that kept shooting through my head is marketing, 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 like that's the difference. So I think this is going to be good. I think this is going to be really good. Lots of good positive energy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, Miss Donna, do you have uh, any closing words for Miss Sarah? No, not really. No, I I was just seeing that that woman that she – that she met. So as as far as the rental, you know, I don't know. Something something will happen. I but I see three months. Huh? For definite something definite. Yeah, and and you know, I that's the thing. I saw the space too, but but here's the the deal with that, Sarah, is that I don't think you're going to be as frustrated uh, because you're going to see like people going in and out. Like you're gonna, it's not going to be this house sitting there, and then all of a sudden, boom, these people show up, and there's not been any activity before these people. There's going to be activity because I do see a parade. So I think that's going to be enough to keep you going and, and to know that, okay, there's interest. I'm, you know, it's going to, there's something lighter about it. And so it, yes, it may be a couple of months down the line, but I feel like you're going to be okay with that. Cause you're not going to, you're going to feel like the, the realtor is absolutely doing everything that they need. They're proving themselves. So you're not going to be frustrated with that part of it. You're going to be able to, um, to deal with it and, and manage and be okay with that. That's what okay. I feel. That's, that's the energy that I feel around it. But I'm so happy for you in finding your person. That is so exciting, so exciting. And I'm so glad that you called us to tell us about that. It's just awesome. Okay. Well, thank, thank you very much. Okay, Sarah. 
All right. You take care of yourself, and good luck with that relationship. You keep going, girl, and good luck with the house I, or the property. I know it's going to do fine. It's going to take a while. Okay. Thank you. All right. Take care, darling. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Miss Donna. Well, there's another confirmation for you, my dear. How wonderful so is nice. that? I'm glad. You know, I, I love that when people confirm what we tell them. Absolutely. Yeah. Even even months even months ago, you know, even last year, mm-hmm. and they're still thinking about it, thinking about calling us, and they actually mm-hmm. do, which is wonderful. Yeah, and you know what? I have to say, I think we last heard from Miss Sarah. Um. It was January. Oh wow. Um. Oh no, I betcha that. Well, last time we heard from Sarah was January, but I think that I think that the um. When you had the the um. When you saw the person coming in, I think that was September of last year. Okay. Which would be about right. With the, yeah, and it was like a, an unusual way. I thought it would to do something to do with a ride or some something because I could see traffic and like a cab or something or you know car, just something like that. I remember. I remember it, and I and what's so funny with, is that something. I don't. I don't usually remember it, but I do remember this particular yeah, conversation. It's yeah, it's like because I can see the two women, and, and I'm on a street. I'm, at, I'm not in the street. I'm on a sidewalk because even in spirit form, I make sure, you know, yeah, <laughs> I don't get yeah. run over. <laughs> you never know. But, like, but I can see traffic. I can see a bus and a cab and cars parked, you know, like this sort of, this sort of stuck in traffic, and it's just, sort of strange I don't know but that's where I saw these two women so I I figured it had to do with a ride or transportation or something no I think that's great I remember it too I do remember it that that is one that I do yeah all righty well we've got another caller we've got Ms. Wendy I'm going to grab Ms. Wendy okay great Hello, Wendy, darling. How are you? Hi. Nice to speak to you again. Hi, Wendy. What can we do for you, darling? Today was a big day. Um, As you know, I'm looking for employment. And one of the companies that I had applied for called me a week ago today. And they did a brief telephone interview. And then they did interview number two. Um, And then today... I was supposed to come in and take three tests and do a panel interview. Well, I passed all three tests. They let me take one of them over again, but then there was not any time for the panel interview. I'm going to do that tomorrow at 10. Um, Oh, that sounds good. Yes. um, This is an investment company that I really don't have that much experience in, but they're looking at my call center experience. Um, Do you think that this – Investment company will hire me. It's called TA Associate. I was going to so ask when you, did you get yeah. into healthcare? Was it the banking? Ah. Well, this this one is more um, a global investment company, um, 
and you know they watch the market and tax laws and I'd be on the phone answering questions to um their clients um and they seem to like my background. Um, I answered very honestly, thank goodness. Um, and uh, I'm relieved that I made it through the testing. Uh, it wasn't really difficult testing, but stress got to me. So I took a long time. And they did say that today was the last day for the panel interview. And then the girl said, well, the testing wasn't supposed to take that long, but we'll let you go ahead and have a interview tomorrow morning at 10. <clears throat> well, Donna, what, are you picking up anything from Miss Wendy? Well, you know, um, Wendy, did you ever work in medical field at all on the phone? Well, I've worked... Uh, in a call center for a vision insurance company for 15 years. Oh, like um, vision insurance. Okay, so right, some type exactly. of a, yeah, and like an insurance health insurance type thing. Exactly, and um, I also applied at Kaiser Permanente, but they never called me back so far. Who knows? They might surprise me. Um, yeah, you never know. But I was surprised that this. Uh, investment company actually called me back and um, uh, so I'm scheduled for a 10 a.m. panel interview tomorrow and I'm just wondering how it's going to go. Do you think they'll end up hiring me or what are they going to do? Well, I would say you'll find out very soon. (laughs) I do see you getting a job though. Like I had mentioned I before when I spoke with you, I do see you getting a job. Um, mm-hmm. Very soon. Okay. And it, but you it don't will be know that if it's going to be the. You don't know if it's going to be the because I, I was, You know, I was seeing. Yeah, I was seeing the medical type. Um, you know, being you uh, you being on the phone to do with the medical. But it could be right. now that I know you said you used to work for um, vision insurance, so that would be like mm-hmm. medical. So maybe that's what I was seeing. Okay. But, um, I mean, you, you'll know within. I mean, you might even know tomorrow when you go there. Right. I, I feel like know sooner than later. I feel like it's a good sign that they brought, even though there was this deadline. I feel like it's a good sign that they're kind of breaking outside of what their original um, dates were and, and, you know, they're making an exception, it sounds like, for you. I think that's a good yeah. sign. I get, I, I have positive energy around that. That was the first thing that I thought of. Well, if they're asking her to come in for the panel, even though the, the, the testing wasn't uh-huh. supposed to take that long and it's not on right. the same day. To me, that sounds yep. like a good thing. But, um, you know, I... If, I'm really kind of excited for you because if I remember this conversation about, you know, you really didn't know um, this would be your preference. You kind of wanted to get into this area and, you know, so I'm excited for you to think that this might be something that, um, that would happen for you. And, and it sounds like things are moving very fast. I mean, 
had a first well, interview, a second interview. Yeah, it's a beautiful campus. Um, very, very nice. It's right across the street from the place where I worked for 15 years. And um, uh, uh, the second interviewer, the lady asked me if I did Excel, and I said not since college. And that was, I don't know, 17 years ago. So I've answered very honestly for everything, thank goodness. And um, I would be thrilled to work there. I just don't want to be in over my head. I want to keep the job for five and a half years. Yeah. Oh, I, I can. I mean, I know you're going to get a job very soon. Mm-hmm. But it will be that type of job that you are applying to. All so right. not to worry, not to worry. I mean, if this one doesn't work out tomorrow, then there's another one that's there for you, you know, okay. that you're supposed to have. So don't worry about it. Okay. Every, yeah, everything well, okay. will be fine. Okay. Well, thank you both very much. Okay, and dear. Logically, I okay. have to think, you know, that they wouldn't bring me back tomorrow unless they were interested. Yeah, definitely they're interested. And that's great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. Uh, okay. You're so welcome. call back and let us know, okay? Okay. Thank okay, you. Okay, great. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. She's very sweet. Um, I know. I'm going to – we've got Miss Amy Cavanaugh. In chat, and I'm gonna put her on the spot. Amy, okay. hi, Amy. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Amy if she wants to talk because we still have some time. Do you want to talk about channeling Eric? Because I'm so curious, and I have not had two seconds to put together to send you a note and ask you if you wanted to talk about channeling Eric and what you know about. That situation. And oh, come on, girlfriend, you can do it. Put your the first three. Uh, put your area code in in chat so I can so I can know who you are and just pick you up. I am so curious about this, and and Donna, I'm really excited to be having this conversation because I mean. There's a lot. I don't know if you went out and looked at the um, channeling Eric um, videos on YouTube or anything like that. Um, okay, Amy, I'm watching for you. Um, but it's really super incredible. And I, I just, you know, it's like anything that you watch on YouTube. Just because you see it doesn't mean it's so. But it's like I, I get a really good vibe about all of it. So uh, I just am so excited to hear what Amy has to say because some of the people that Eric brings, that Eric passes through from the other side are very famous people. I mean, so, okay, we've got Amy. We've got Amy. Hold on. I'm going to grab Amy. Hey, girl. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Amy. Oh, Hi. Oh, my, Thanks my, for my- I'm about to, like, confess. But um, we'll all find our way. We'll all find our way. <laughs> so um, tell me, what do you know? Okay, hold on one second. I just had to. I wasn't planning on this. I know. I'm sorry. 
No, no problem at all. This is like the most productive I've been all day. Um, no, I've been productive. Just this will be. Anyway, hold on. Um, just give me two seconds. He, uh, Eric, I love Eric. The energy of Eric and his um, playfulness um, is um, is genuine. Uh, in one sec, sorry, multitasking. Anyway, it's totally genuine. Here's what happened, and I, I, you know, I don't care if this is going to be recorded because it's the truth. Um, Eric's mother, Alyssa, I found channeling Eric right when Keith died. One morning, I woke up, and I had real problems. I had real problems today too, but I had real problems. I mean, we had two houses in foreclosure. You know. Things, things were not pretty. And um, instead of, like, worrying about what I was going to do next, I woke up obsessed with the fact that Keith, because his high school girlfriend had committed suicide. So I was, I was obsessed that he was in heaven having sex with his high school girlfriend who committed suicide. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was like, so I get out my little laptop and I type Google search, just like, uh, you know, the woman was talking yeah. before going to Google Medical Universe, you know, Google Medical School. What is this? What is this? Is there sex in heaven? So I end up on channeling Eric. So, um, and it was in the really early days because Eric had only been dead a little while by then too. And Jamie Butler, she were, she, well, she used to own the Love and Light studio in Atlanta. I think they call it something else now. But um, she's a very talented um, channel medium, you know. Like So Eric would come into her body. And I went to a bunch of where I was quite the Eric grouping. Now, here's the thing where it starts getting yucky. And hopefully anything that sounds like I'm bitching or um, being a bitch, um, I'm not. I'm just trying to tell my truth. And, um, right, so right. I don't, I, I don't want it to be sound negative but it's not going to sound like Pop Magic Dragon. Um, people got attracted to, you know, it was getting posted in Huffington Post, and um, more and more people were finding it. But, you know, people don't, you know, I was pretty much at the end of the rope the day I typed in, is there sex in heaven? You know, you're not, when you're, like, living the dream on earth, you know, you don't care what's going on in heaven because you think you're going to live forever. So here's problem number one. The blog was attracting a very vulnerable group of people. Um, Because, you know, when you have a new boyfriend and you've just won, you know, a million dollars, you know, you don't really care about the afterlife. You care about the here here life. Right. um, So it was attracting a lot of really broken people. And as we see in all of these communities, everyone's just on this spiritual journey and they're just experimenting and stuff like that. But, you know, you've got these um, people who went to like eight-hour medium development class and, you know, stop at the um, neon palm store on the way home and um, are, are marketing themselves to these vulnerable people as being these psychic mediums. So there was this really good part of it. And Eric's message, very similar to Course in Miracles. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of weird because a lot of the stuff is, um, 
you know, a lot of stuff, it's just not like, oh, his message is so good and his message is so good. Eric and I both really resonated to each other because we both have really bad APD and we both have bipolar disorder. So, um, so he like started, he, he became like a big, I was like one of his favorites fans, <laughs> you know, spirituality, but I was his favorite. Like if, if channeling Eric was that. the Brady Bunch, I would have been Marsha Brady, which was fascinating <laughs> because Eric was so, I mean, I love Eric and I love Eric to this day. And I know that Eric put you up to this, but what has happened to the whole group? Jamie, this Alyssa has enormous resources and she has a heart of gold, but she really hadn't even processed the grief of losing her son. And then suddenly she's got, you know, 150,000 lost souls, like, you know, pulling at her, pulling at her garment, like, you know, they did the Jesus in the Bible. And it turned into a, um, some, you know, insert whatever word you want to use. It And it was, there was a lot of weird stuff going on. There was a lot of weird stuff going on, but, um, and then Jamie quit, you know, so then Jamie quit. Now there was these other channeling Eric mediums. Um, um, they're having these, and it's all real sweet. Like if I go back to those early days, if I go back to that, it's really hard for me to talk about this because it's was such a huge part of my um, <clears throat> early days. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I would not know any of you if it wasn't for channeling Eric, because I wouldn't have even known that this was a real thing. I'm really blessed for every single, you know, those people. But it's almost like, and Alyssa, I hope you hear this someday, because I mean it with love. I mean, I'm not saying that I love Alyssa. I love her for sharing her son. But you know, I go to my son's hockey games, right? And he's um, 27 now, and he plays adult hockey, and I turn into the hockey mom that I was when he was six <laughs> years old. So Alyssa is sort of like the soccer mom. You know, there was Eric when he was on earth. He was a little awkward and didn't have any friends and stuff, and now he's like freaking Mick Jagger of the afterlife, you know? Yes, so she's yes. like one obnoxious. There's a part of her that just wants to share him because it's so cool. But then there's this other part where she's just this obnoxious, you know, like Brooke Shields' mother, the most obnoxious stage mother on the planet, pulling her son all over, you know, the universe, the multiverse, you know, for him to be like a, um, to do his little minstrel show. So that's what that's what I have to say about Channeling Eric. That's what I have to say about Channeling Eric. But I love Alyssa for sharing him and having the courage and having the courage to go out there, you know, it got right. a little kooky, well, but as we all know, everything gets kooky because we're humans and we're kooky. So anyway. Absolutely. That, well, Amy, so I've, so the biggest question in my mind, so, so again, for those of you who are just joining us, have not heard the story. So Eric took his own life and he started to, he started to uh, communicate with those that he left behind and Alyssa, his mother, um, he's along so with a doctor, journey. medically trained doctor. Yes. Um, yes. And at that yeah. time, an atheist. And if anybody's yeah. interested, it's um, channeling Eric with a K.com and yes. go to the very first blog and you can read all this, but there's also it's, books it's, about it. It's, 
it's amazing. And, you know, she ultimately ended up um, with Jamie Butler, who, who, yes, Amy, I totally, I loved Jamie and, and um, all the early videos that I always watched the Jamie videos because, and so let me tell you why, when, I always, I mean, I didn't know the backstory about why Jamie left or any of that, of any of that, but I do know that when I watched Jamie, I resonated with what I was seeing, and I felt like it was true. It was, I, I just, I, there was no question. I just absorbed it. Do you know what I mean? And then, yeah, and I, I'll when, tell you, I've been in a room with Jamie, um, at least six different weekends, because I did, I became an Eric, I was an Eric groupie. Um, so I've been in the room with Jamie at least, um, spent at least six or seven, I can't keep track now, weekends with her. And she is the real deal. She is the real deal. She channels some other entities as well. She's done it since she was a little girl. She's classically trained, classically trained, sweet as can be. Um, very giving of her. We used to do these weekend workshops. She lives right by the campus at Emory University in Atlanta. We would do these weekend workshops and do all these cool experiments and stuff just to learn to work with. Um, the, she, um, we made dowsing rods, and that's how I first learned about the energy. You know, there's only one thing, and it's the energy. You know, it's right. um, Karina. It's about the, it's about the energy. It's not about Eric. It's not about Alyssa. It's not about Jamie about the energy and um she was very giving of her um she was very giving um and very thoughtful teacher she had to raise her rate a lot of people started hating her because she had to raise her rates she had to raise her rates she had a bunch of psychos wanting you know free rate you know i mean a lot of mediums as they um use their hourly rate as like a gatekeeper because um anyway so it got weird so why don't you say something again laura i'm sorry i'm really strung out it's perfectly fine i i have always wanted to speak to somebody else about this topic because like i said you know my first impression i'm watching jamie butler and then all of a sudden i've got these other mediums that are channeling eric and i'm thinking okay are these guys legit I felt connected to Eric, so it was like the message that Eric was coming through with Jamie was never a question in my mind. But when there were other mediums involved later on, then I started to wonder, well, okay, so what's going on with them? Are they really bringing Eric through? Or, you know, I mean, what's the This is my opinion. This is my opinion on it. Um, and it changes, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about it because I'm sort of like a, you know, reformed Mooney or something like that. I'm not a channeling or groupie anymore because it got so yucky. But this is why I think it got we it just got weird. Alyssa had a lot of money. Alyssa had a lot of financial resources. She was getting, you know, how we don't we tell the blog talk people not to get too many readings, you know. She was, mm-hmm. but she was doing this for a higher good. It got that part got weird. Anyway, the other mediums, some of them, some of them I've met. Some of them I know that I don't know if you've ever seen Robert Burke. He's a guy who channels Eric. He is the real deal. 
Oh, okay. Some of the other. I've seen him, but I haven't watched him yet. So. Yeah, he. In my opinion, he's the real deal. I'm not like in charge of um, assigning real deals. Some of the newer ones, and again, I think that it's interesting what you're bringing up. Some of the newer ones, they may be excellent, excellent um, mediums, but there's too much hype around channeling Eric these days. So their pipes aren't clean. You know what I mean? Their pipes aren't clean. Right. No, people, you know, expect Eric because he like farts and he's goofy. He's like you're, you know, the kooky kid that lived next door. Ton of fun, but don't always know what to make of him. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that. That's like the, you know, the folklore of it. So I, a lot of it is staged. I've seen a lot of really, really good, you know, the ones that charge, you know, the ones that have headlines, you know, have right. celebrities no, fake right. when they're in front of a group. You know, we still, even though we're chanting um, with our souls, we still have egos. And it's mm-hmm. just an awkward thing. It's an awkward thing. So that you were spot on. You what you're. Um, it's funny because you, Laura, you and I don't always agree on things. So it's very interesting that we would be spot on. You, that we would have the same opinion on this particular thing. But it's. I know. It's just you know, know. It's just a very weird thing. And but if you just put all those things together, you know, the idea that it attracted a lot of vulnerable people at one point in time and there was a guy there who was very mental he was he he had a horrible childhood and horrible mental illness and he was also um an adult baby like he was a role player but he was doing it because of his abuse not really for the sexual stuff but i guess this was like a couple years ago and one of the like tea party senators found out he was on social security but he was on some like um, History Channel show making his adult size um, high chair, and the guy weighs like 500 pounds, and he would like try to commit suicide several times a year, and it was all over the inner. Like I just did, the, you know, and it was like there was some. You know, it's life. It's life. It attracts, um, and that tarnished. I think it tarnished Eric's reputation a little bit. And um, and then Jamie leaving, which I don't even know the back. I don't even know the backstory. Believe it or believe it or not, I'm not, believe it or not. I don't know the backstory. Um, well, I just and, wanted. I just wanted. An, I, frankly, I just really wanted somebody in this community. And I say that I'm not trying to be like exclusive or anything no, like that. You know who would I'm be a talking about person. I'm just talking about peeps that I know. How do you feel about it? Because I, like, I was connected. And, you know, I mean, I really, with Jamie Butler, I felt a connection to the messages that Eric was bringing forward. I mean, I just much so. And she even, um, you know, a lot of people made fun of her because she, like, because it was a little heart, you know, she, like, channeled, um, there's some interesting ones. She channeled Jesus, she channeled Hitler. I mean, she channeled some interesting people, but I could tell, and I could tell more. I mean, and I tell you, I have been in the room, not on channeling Eric weekends, but just up in Atlanta. She used to do these Friday night channelings, and she is, and I'm really um, 
skeptical or cynical or whatever you want to call it. So if she was faking, you'd be damn sure, or even maybe faking, you would be damn sure I would um, I would know it. Another excellent person, I would love to have her on, maybe do a channeling Eric roundtable, is, you know, Jan um, Bakey, Drake Bakey, she is one of the channeling Eric mediums, boy. So and she's really very connected. So you know, leaving that title out of it, she's very connected to Eric, and it would be a very interesting. Um, it would be very interesting to um, have a couple of different perspectives, you know, because I introduced Jan to it, and then you found it. I guess you had found it later, but you really didn't become part of the cult, right? You just followed it. No, no, yeah. Yeah, I just, I watched the videos and they were intriguing to me because as you and I have talked about this before, once the door of possibility opened to the fact that there's another life, there is an afterlife, uh, it's like all of a sudden thirsty for information, Laura, is going out, doing research, watching videos, reading books, and, and absorbing everything that I can and trying to filter out the real versus, you know, and, and what I resonate with. So, you know, real is, is subjective, I think, because, you know, unless we're actually on the other side, we don't, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, well, we were having a conversation similar to this about something last night, and I'm starting to come to the conclusion that two people might be like experiencing the same thing in like, you know, the same, like, you know, we know there's no time or anything, but there's like, you know, the same thing at the same time, you know, they go out right. to um, dinner together. They're on a conference call together. And I don't think two people experience the same thing. And that's why we have all these huge, you know, rifts and everything. It's because we don't even see things the same. We don't even see things the same. But that said, you also have to, when you're on, uh, you know, when you're doing this stuff, you know, there is a um, commercial component to it, whether this is your primary job or you're just doing it, you know, uh, you know, when it becomes commercial, um, right. it change, it changes. It's not pure, you know, it changes. And, um, I think that Eric, my personal opinion is that Eric um, would try for a long time to change things, but his mother, as I would be if I lost a son, you know, couldn't let go. And I don't fault, I don't fault Alyssa for that. I thought it was very courageous of her um, to do what I, and I, I you know, you really can't. I do fault the people that like um, drove her crazy, but I have to be a little more um, whatever um, accepting and know that these people were coming from. You don't, you don't look for channeling Eric on the day that the world is just all going your way. You look right. for spiritual help during the dark times. Oh, but it oh, would be great gosh. to have another yeah. show if we can get Jan and talk about it. She has such a um, she has a really um, unique perspective on it, which will, and what is even more funny is that I introduced her to Eric. So it's kind of um, it would be great to have her on because she talks totally different than I do. 
I would love that. I would love that, and I'm going to have to. I'm yeah, let's try to, to find. Check that out. to find her because she's more involved now. So she can. I, you know, moved on to other. You know, I just kind of it didn't so much. It had served its purpose, but Jean's right. more involved now. Um, and I would love to hear um, what she has to say about some of the newer stuff. I would too. And, and here's the thing, and, and we're coming up on the end of the show. And uh, I just want to say, I think the reason that I care about this so much is that, you know, I have a, I have a girlfriend whose son took his own life as well last year and and devastating. Um, And, you know, to me, I, I what can I say? What can I say? Yeah, and I can you can't, say it. There's you can't, because it's there's unspeakable. Nothing. There's nothing, right? But, there's more but, things I, but next time, the next time we talk about him, there's more things I want to say in light of what you just said, because it sort of turned grieving into a competitive sport. And I'll talk more about that the next time we talk about oh this. My there was some gosh. weirdness to that. There was a lot of mothers who did not find hope and comfort in it because their son wasn't the star- it started looking like the soccer team. Ah, oh, that's and we'll terrible. talk more about that the next time. Yeah, we will we will. And I there will be it's next fascinating. time. It's fascinating. I, it's it fascinating. Is, it, but it's you know, so you bringing that up I have to throw that one in as well. So it would be good to have Jan here too because Jan's like all nice and everything and I'm like, yeah, it's so <laughs> and somewhere no, in the middle is the truth. We will do that, and I do want us to find the truth because at the end of the day, what what really brings me back home to Eric is that the message that he has shared through Jamie Butler, I will say for sure, I see, I feel connected to that 100%. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that check out hope. check out the ones check out the Robert Burke ones. He is. Um, I will. I will. I will. I've got it written down. He is amazing. And then I'll tell you, you know, the next time some of the early. Um, no, it's the real, it's the real deal, but I have some fun stories to tell some um, good ones and some like, Oh God, people are kooky ones. I got a, this one woman and everyone started channeling there. Everybody, you know, everybody started channeling Eric and there's some pretty funny stories. Um, there's one especially funny story tied to that, but we'll have to save it for the next episode. All right. Well, we will do that, Amy. Thank you so much for joining us on the Spur of the Moment and letting me put you on the spot. I'm so excited. We've got yeah, the conversation going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, my dear, multi, I, there's multi angles. Anyway, I'm going to be quiet and we'll do this again soon. It's, it's so, I mean, there's so much, right? I mean, you know, I invite anybody just to check it out yourself. Again, we're talking about Jamie Butler, uh, Robert Burke, who I'm going to check out, channeling Eric. Um, but Make sure you read the all... first blog when you go. I'm just going to go. not to interrupt again, but whatever. I'm going to anyway. Go to the first blog. You've got to <laughs> go to the beginning. You can't pick it up at the end. You have to realize that this woman was on a spirit. She was an atheist. She was a medical. She was a doctor, came from a family of doctors, and has totally shifted her perspective. Um, she thought that spirituality was for stupid people. So there's that important part of the story as well. Thank you for bringing us back to that, Amy, because you're, you're 100% correct. So start at the beginning. Start at the beginning and let Eric take you on a journey because I, I, I seriously, I, 
it, it to me it was eye opening in many ways. But what is so beautiful is that this is not the person that comes through during the channeling sessions. And I'm gonna make this really quick because we're over time already. But what makes this so uh, the connection is so real to me is because. This is not somebody that's standing at a pulpit trying to preach out to the world that this is the way things should be. This is a voice of a of a young man who's saying, I'm, I've got faults. I've got a thousand of them, a million of them, whatever. And he's putting it out there. And he's doing it in a way that we all can relate to. And, yeah, there's cursing. There's all sorts of things connected with that. But it's that actually that realism that helps you to connect to the story and believe well maybe this really is is happening this is the word and and p.s and by the way if this is the word that's coming down from the other side isn't that interesting and i'm telling you if you do a search on channeling eric and you want to look at videos after you read the blog check it out check it out He's got messages on a variety, a wide variety of topics. And I, I think you're going to get hooked. I'm just saying. I think you might get hooked a little bit um, because it's, it's, yeah, Eric's it's awesome. Inspiring. I'm kind of sad now. It was so great to think about him again because he was such a big yeah. part of my life. Yeah. You know, he can be a part of your life all the time. I feel like. Yeah, he is. Sometimes you take breaks, you know. It wasn't like we, it wasn't like we broke up. It just wasn't, uh, you know, it just <laughs> Well, everybody's on their own journey, and as you said, it's like we're all on the, and especially the the journey of grief is different for, you know, I mean, Amy, come on, you know, everybody's got their own timing and their own place for everything that they do throughout their grief journey, everything, and, you know, no one person is like the next, and there's nothing that says that there are, there's no rules, you know that, there's no rules, you know, so you feel, you do, you react the way that you react when the timing is as it should be. So it, you, as you yourself said, going through that process itself brought you to channeling Eric, which then opened your mind to a whole new world and all sorts of things. And then my daughter found yeah. channeling Eric and, um, and Jan is now a channeling Eric medium because I told her about Jan. I mean, he's great. But, yeah. Um, it's that it's just, this whole community grew grew around. I almost became like the church of Eric. But we'll talk more in the next episode or some we will. future episode because there's I'm, so much to I'm share. Up. I am setting that up, Amy. I promise you, we will have more conversations. Again, thank you so much for joining us on the spur of the moment. But I loved having you. Love the conversation, and I'm so excited. I'm I'm going to go look for some Robert video right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm excited. Um, for everybody out there, I just want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for staying late with us tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. We, again, will not be having a show next week, but we'll be back the week after that. want to say thank you again to Amy and to my co-host, Ms. Donna Pietro. Oh, thank you for having me. You betcha. All right, darlings. Well, I want to wish you all nothing but wonderful and positive things. And you know what? Take a moment. Remember what Memorial Day is all about. We've got that coming up for us next Monday. Um, God bless you all. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful few weeks until we meet again. Good night, everybody.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.